Hey, honey. Do you mind if we just have the girls today? Do you mind if we just have the girls? It's a ladies' night. (laughs) People do like to comment. I like their guests, but honestly, just being real, I like them alone. Well, guess what, Miss Diva Hunty? We are going to work it fiercely for you today. That's right. Yes, God. That's we, right. You're back on this podcast. 12 steps to being a fucking diva and fierce, honey. <laughs> How to ditch that doggy door and wiggle your way into something ferociously fierce. Are you a diva? Do you want to work it? Are you a it? true diva? Because <laughs> she is a true diva. She works it, owns it, rents it, leases it, fucks it, eats it, shits it. <laughs> she leases it. She leases, she leases it. to own, She's honey. Foreclosed on. She's, She's been a- foreclosed. She's been an escrow, sweetheart. Honey, she's got to lean on that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the bank is coming for the diva. The bank is foreclosing <laughs> on the dolls, honey. The bank is foreclosing on the dolls. <laughs> she's sashing in a small claims court and she's going to lose it. <laughs> screaming, screaming, screaming. Honey, screaming. My, neighbors, Ooh, screaming, screaming. my neighbors are the like... poor listeners. The poor listen. They love it. I don't... Well, I, Okay, so it occurred to me the other day that I don't think I've... I have not given enough attention in my, in my, in, you know, to the listener. Really? Why do you, why? Well, because I don't think I've ever said directly, hello. You know what? That's a really good point. We're Hi. like, we're deceptively deep into this pod. We're, I think, 20 in or something. Something like that. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening, everyone. Seriously. I, I yeah. I, a moment of sincerity. If you would please afford the diva in the doll. I, I, yeah, thank you very much. For the diva and the doll. <laughs> on ladies night, just on ladies night, we want to say thank you. Does he worship the, the dolls? <laughs> worship the dolls. Worship the fucking dolls, you fucking rancid shit can pussy eat motherfucker. Worship. And you know what? For me, for my fans, mm-hmm. they don't have any opportunities to see me every week. No. I don't have a Monday upload on my YouTube channel. No. We don't have un. No. We don't have queens who like to watch. Nothing. I don't do pit stop. No, they you, have no access to you, me. You have no. You you deleted your social media what fourteen years ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, before Instagram was invented, yeah, I was said, blocked. Yeah, you de- <laughs> you <laughs> you preemptively deleted it. If you get blocked, if you stay blocked, <laughs> you, you ain't gotta get, get blocked. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think of Chi Chi a lot. You do? I do, in a good way. Okay. Well, thank God. Like, I mean, I. it's sad that, of course, we lost her, but when I when she pops into my head, it's always some enduring memory yeah. of her that I always think of. Yeah. I in mean, a good that, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, I mean... Wh- <laughs> was, no, I mean, like, she doesn't come into my mind and I'm immediately sad. Right, right, right. I think yeah, of yeah, yeah. good things, funny things she said. I think yeah. of, like, private moments with her. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That a lot of... I feel like it's, it, it is, like, um, it's a different mindset in, in terms of, like, uh, when people die, different cultures have, uh, you know, it, it's like, for example, I, I cannot stand the expression. She's smiling down on you from heaven. It's creepy. It's fucking creepy, creepy. And it's also bizarre. It, it's, Can it, I see what that looks like? Yeah. <laughs> or like, or, or the, this one really fucking, I almost, I screamed out loud. Um, was like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and John Lewis are dancing in heaven right now. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Okay, this was in regard to a particular piece of legislation that had passed here on earth uh-huh. by, you know, by human, you know, by living people. I was like, no, 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 no. She's vibing. She did yeah. her time. If yeah. there is a heaven, she's surrounded by Pomeradians cutting into a <laughs> loaf of Sarah Lee. 
she's not worried about that. She's like, I did all that. Like <laughs> she, listen, the, like I feel like uh, Jewish people kind of get it better. Like, like they don't believe in heaven. You know, like just um, something about the the memory of them. Let let the lessons and all the stuff that they did here on earth endure. Do you know what I mean? That makes a little bit more sense. I think I've got that wrong. But do you know what I'm saying? That it's not that like, oh, they're um, they're you know playing uh, uh, the Macarena up in heaven with you know with that that that. It's like I'm doing the Macarena in heaven with Gina Gershon. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. It's just like uh, it's like think fondly of them. Uh, think fondly of their memory or their legacy, or whatever. Does that make yeah. more sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, like I don't know. I don't really believe in heaven. You don't? But you know what I think of? You don't believe in heaven? What are I you, have, crazy? I feel that <laughs> the idea that we're waiting because something better is coming is an unhealthy way to waste your life. I think that's insane. And I feel like the implication <laughs> that, that 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 line of uh, manipulative thinking might be used like by people in power in order to subjugate uh, poorer people is off base. It's yeah. I need to, I need to open up the notes app and compose an apology, <laughs> yeah. sis. Yeah. How dare you? Well, but yeah. I was just think like this is kind of lame, but if you believe in a heaven, why is it impossible that this is it? Mm-hmm. Why is it impossible that this is the best part of your existence, being alive right now, mm-hmm. and that when you die, we we don't really know what happens, but you know that right now you could just be in a good mood and try to be happy and yeah, make the most of it. Also, though, in ter- like it, it, I'm. I'm curious why the discussion never really, or the imagery never really, it hits a wall very quickly. Like, okay, everything's white and cloudy, uh, 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 like sort of a, um, metaphysically serene, and people are wearing white robes. Maybe they got wings. What else? What else? What is what there else? a harp? Oh, is there, yeah, sometimes it's a harp. Um, there's, there's, there, there's, there's for sure a pink berry. Yeah, like there's maybe Enya-ish music is playing somewhere in the you background. You can't say yeah. at a pink berry. At a pink, no, no, no. But, <laughs> It's a pink berry with Enya. Is there That's an orange heaven. Julius there? Is there? <laughs> it's a Christopher Banks. I mean, there's been so much has been written, movies made about heaven and hell, but I think like hell gets the more thorough treatment. Do you know what I mean? With all the, the, the circles and the layers and the this and the that. It's more universal. Everybody finds being burned alive unpleasant. Yeah. But not everybody's, ver- my version of heaven probably doesn't even have a TV. Right. Yeah. Well, what's, what's your idea? Well, here's the other thing. I find the concept of eternal pleasure to be a little bit, um, uh, those concepts are at odds with each other because yeah. pleasure, happiness is kind of conditional and it has to relate to some kind of it's, pain. Yes, right? of course. So why do people believe in heaven? What the fuck? Well, I can't really speak to that, but I want you to thinking about like drag Queens, especially like it's always very, it's horrible when people die, but okay. when drag Queens die, which all drag Queens have an expiration date, mm-hmm. right? It always is extra weird because drag queens seem like impo- it's impossible that they don't, they aren't always there. Well, yeah, because, also, and also there's kind of, there is like a superhero element to drag queens, yes. I think. And like, and because a lot of us kind of come from, um, uh, what shall we say, uh, hard, hard life or um, hard circumstances yeah, and um, persevere and also um, project an, an illusion of um, invincibility. Yeah. And- and agelessness. We all look a lot younger and we, we dress as vibrant life of the party. Yeah. Looking people. Yeah. Superhuman, sometimes dehumanized, but yeah, absolutely. It's sad. It is. And she's also fucking so young, Chi Chi in particular. Yeah. How I th- I've been thinking about death a lot. Oh, good. I love Because I'm death. reading Pet Cemetery. Uh-huh. And sometimes dead is better. Yeah. And there's a lot about death. And part of what makes that book so horrifying is that it's really just um, people 
being confronted with the reality of like the the not guaranteedness of life. Yeah. The son dies in that book. Yeah. Somebody, the neighbor's wife dies. Yeah. The cat dies. Yeah. And I don't know. I just been thinking a lot about it. The other day I turned to my boyfriend, we we're watching a movie and I go, which one of us do you think is going to die first? And he was like, um, <laughs> I haven't thought about it. You pull out he a was knife like, is and this you're a like, threat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess I purposely don't think about death that much. And then I was like, wow, I guess anybody in your life that you love, one of you is going to go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably you. Always in this you, situation. Hope you hope to be the first one, obviously, so you don't have to deal with the grief. It's funny you mention this because I have recently, in the past like, couple of weeks, I've watched uh, a few um, really incredible movies and television shows that deal directly with this grief, like, with the concept of grief in, like, in a pet cemetery kind of way. They involve the Connors. The, Are you uh, watching the Connors? <laughs> is that what it is? Rosie. It's, yeah. <laughs> No, I fucking watch, I bitch, I watch WandaVision and I'm not, I don't, if you haven't, you haven't watched it, right? I know. I'm, and I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to do that thing where I'm passionate about something that somebody else hasn't watched and subject you to like. No, it's fine. Okay. People love so it. Will. It's, but the gist of it is, well, I'm not going to say it. I asked my boyfriend, what is Wanda about? What is WandaVision about? <sighs> what do you say? I said like five words or less. And he was like, well, you haven't seen any of those movies. No, so no, you're no. not going to know who any of these people no, are. I see. I started to watch it with no prior knowledge of the Marvel, whatever, whatever. I'm a very extremely casual enjoyer of anything superhero related. I've not, I have not read any comic book besides Watchmen. That's it. I don't get, I'm not like a, I don't jizz my nut over like, you know, the, the silver surfer or whatever. Um, but it is so fucking well done. Um, and it just deals, it's a very interest. There's a human layer to it that is like very deep and interesting and provides like an emotional uh, thir like through line. That's, gripping for anybody regardless of superhero interest or not however ricky gervais did a series called afterlife and let me tell you also wait going back to marvel movies i did watch them all i cry every time um superheroes <laughs> make me i would like you watch terms of endearment dry as a bone and then i watch it put on fucking captain america i'm on the floor like it be, needing to be resuscitated because i've like vomited so much from crying i i cry more from movies than i do from real life I'm more likely to cry to cry to movie than a funeral for a loved one. Absolutely. I don't know what's with that. Absolutely. Well, because they're they're engineered. They're engineered to short like they're they they they're engineered to do that. Think about the the complexity of a funeral. You could be tired. You could have known that they died. I mean, it's not at the moment that you know what I mean. Like you don't want to be. You know, there's so many different factors. There's yeah, a history I mean, there in Pet Cemetery, which I'm not done with it, but there's so many sections about how horrible certain things are. Like. People bringing food to your house when someone dies, or it's a logistical nightmare. It's a kid's funeral in the book, and everyone at the funeral is saying, um, "At least he didn't suffer because it was hit by a truck." Like, right, least, right. as Poor if gauge. that helps. Poor gauge, yeah. At least she went quick, and he was flattened into the pavement by a semi. Right. <laughs> All of that, like, is I don't know. There's someone, and I also think you can't waste your life thinking about dying. That's my mom always told me because I was a kid who was very fixated on death. I was a kid who was constantly like, I would remember that my grandma was going to die someday and it would ruin my ruin me for a week. Yeah. Would, all I could think about was my grandma's really? going to die in my lifetime. Wow. My mom thinking about my mom dying. And then once people did start to die and my, like my grandparents or whatever, my child brain imagined it to be like, it would derail me forever. Yeah. I could never recover. And yeah. then of course, when it happens, especially a grandparent, you always know grandparents are much older than you. You're going to see your grandparents die. I did. Yeah. I saw my yeah. die. Yeah. Cause you killed them. Yeah. <laughs> Strangled. The, the, and then the, you're probably going to see your parent die. 
You, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm going to clarify. You're going to live unless you die first. Live to see, live to experience the death of a parent. Right. You're not going to see them with your eyeballs die. Right. And then, but like obviously in the book, a child dying, yeah. watching someone young die yeah. is obviously exponentially more tragic. And also, they watched. They ran after they saw the child. The kid get, yeah. And obviously so this is a book. It's not in a real book. But no, but, I mean, but this is a scenario that could play out. Children getting killed on the road is not impossible. And also a children dying before your eyes as you try to prevent that from happening yeah. offers another level of guilt to the grief. Yeah. Which and is then pretty wild. In the book, obviously, it's about the question of, well, we know that if we bury someone in this, they will come back. Of course, they'll come back wrong. Right how bad do I miss this person? Even if they come back wrong, how much would just having them in my life be better than having them? Not at all. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Also pet one division is, I mean, one division is pet cemetery, pet cemetery. No, it's it, a remake. It, it's it, a shot for shot yeah. remake <laughs> and nobody's mentioning it. No, and it's fine. I mean, you know, Stephen King is used to that kind of thing. They did it with showgirls. They did it with a uh, bow <laughs> finger. <laughs> no. um, but the, uh, the, the, Oh, but the afterlife, you should watch that because, do you like Ricky Gervais at all? Yeah, I've watched the, 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 UK, the UK office. office. Fantastic. What's it, the name's Dawn? Dawn, Dawn and Pam. Dawn, I'm, no, no. I'm, Dawn, lesbian, Dawn the, and Tim. The UK Dawn America Tim. lesbian office romance we need, <laughs> Dawn and Pam. Yeah. Wait, it's Pam and Jim and then Dawn and Tim. Dawn and Tim. Uh, Martin Freeman. I cried from that. I, the office, the, the, the special. Did you see, the, 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 it was the last episode or the yeah, special? Yeah, where it's like a year or two later. I And she comes and she stays. Lost it. I cried. Lost it. Lost it. Yeah. He is so good. I mean, he, Ricky Gervais, when he's writing for shows, he, he the things he does that I love is the economy of it. He doesn't go on for 15 seasons. He does two seasons in a special and that's it. Or one season and, and that's it. Um, he The afterlife one he did, it's about a, a guy who, um, who's lo- the, his wife dies of cancer and he is like, he's like, suicidal through this grief and kind of goes through this journey of like, um, I should just kill myself, blah, 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 blah. And, um, it's very, very sad. It's also very funny. And he strikes this really great balance of that, but it's like, I fucking heaved from afterlife alone in your house, alone in my hotel room. I was on tour. I almost broke blood vessels in my eyes. Cause I was just, it just fucking put me through it. It's great. There's a few things that make me cry every time. That that one is one of them. Muppets um, Take Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You fucking the great paper. You fucking dick bitch. I hate you. You, you dick, dick bitch. You poop. <laughs> Sucking dick and cock. Sucking dick and cock. I, I, the, um, there's a few that just like, well, uh, do you ever see the movie, The Final Girl? Final Girls? No. No. Oh, that one makes me cry for Why? sure. What about, what's the, what is it? Is so it about it's, horror um, It's a horror movie mm-hmm. and it's about um, a girl. Her mom's an actor. The mom gets killed, okay. right? Mm-hmm. A few years later, she's a teenager and she, her friends are like, hey, we're going to um, see this midnight showing of, it's called like Camp Blood or something. Uh-huh. And her mom was in it. And at first uh-huh. she's like, I don't know. My mom's in the movie. And they're like, come on, your mom's a huge icon. Let's just go see your mom in this movie. Yep. The movie starts. She loves it. And then through the magic of cinema, they get sucked into the movie. Oh, wow. But in the movie, her mom is in the movie. Okay. But her mom is the character. Oh. And so they're trying to escape the horror movie by, you know, recognizing certain horror tropes. Like, oh, if you do a strip tease, you get killed. Yep. If you have sex, you die. Yep. And then at the end, 
it's the killer stalking the daughter and the mom. Oh. And the mom's like, well, I have to die so you can be the final girl. Wow. And so then the girl has to watch her mom get killed again in the movie. Oh, so re-traumatizing, lesing out, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they that was out? shocking. Did they, they les out? Their mom and daughter. Oh, so they, so uh, they don't les incest out. Incest out. <laughs> they <laughs> don't les out and they don't incest out. <laughs> I didn't mean to push that one. I was just one. trying to understand where the crying this. came in. <laughs> well, I, it's that sad sounds, because uh, the mom's like, okay, I guess I'm going to save you if you're my real daughter or whatever. And then she does a strip tease and the killer comes and kills her. I cry from it. I don't know why. Because you're a sociopath. I, okay. Comment below <laughs> if that movie made you cry. It was good. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word. You've given me this look thrown daggers at me. I won't be made a fool <laughs> in my own living room. Listen, I have no intention of coming here on the pod and sucking dick and cock. Sucking dick and cock. There's a few. Th- I mean, when it comes to death in movies, if it is too sad, like, I'm not fucking watching The Notebook again. Oh yeah, I'm not right. fucking watching Brokeback Mountain again. Or when? How about this though? When it's uh, when it's um, there's something about it that you know the intentional tear jerking like uh uh over the topness of like say what dreams may come, which obviously sounds like what dreams may come. Obviously, have you seen that movie? Of course, I have. Yeah, so sad, so sad. But they also, I, I believe, at the time it was in theaters, they had like they had tissues like available. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, that's when I'm like, oh, you know what? Then fuck you. I'm not gonna cry. <sighs> You know, I'm going to stick this out. I'm going to use it for my wet dreams. Wet my dreams wet may dream. come. Yeah, I'm going to stuff You stuff went there it for a totally different yeah, movie. Stuff it in my diaper, go to bed and hope for the best. Yeah. Have you had a wet dream lately? I've never had one. You had se- you have sex with people. Yeah. Yeah. You have sex with people. I was, I was, I was, I was pulling the pad so early. Three, four, five. Honestly, probably first grade. Yeah. So like I didn't ever have like right. a surprise. Yeah. But who's doing that? Who's having wet dreams? Well, um, Buddhist monks. Oh, because they can't. So do they look forward to it? That's a great question. Great question. I just think it's funny that if you can't masturbate, your body's going to do it for you. Well, yeah. I mean, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to kind of just, that's a pretty heavy biological imperative. I feel like your body's going to, life finds a way, Jurassic Park style in that regard. Clever girl. (laughs) We're going to take a break. And we're back. <laughs> oh, I forgot to record you the whole time. <laughs> I wish been, a one-sided been, pod. Do you, even, do you listen echo. to the podcast? Um, do you listen to us? No. Um, I, I, I sometimes, sometimes. I'll turn it on just to hear the first like five minutes, mm-hmm. and then I'll go. Oh, it's that episode. Like uh-huh. I just need to remember what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I listen to actually no, I'm blind. I mean, I I don't listen to it regularly. Like I'm not a big podcast listener, but um, really, no, because I like uh, lately. I've just been into music. Although I found a. I found a podcast yesterday that I, 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 I don't uh, shout them out. It's uh, a woman's smile by Patty Harrison and um, Laura Lee something or other. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. And you know, I love comedy. Actually, I don't love comedy, but I like, um, I love to laugh. I love, I love to, to laugh. laugh. <laughs> and I'm telling you, motherfuckers, a woman's smile, woman's smile. And um, I, I don't believe they do it anymore. Um, but I'm about, I think I'm, I, I, we gobbled up. We listened to it all day in the studio yesterday. I spent half, most of the time, not sewing, and it was just like convulsing, like you know, that, like hurt. Doing so fucking funny, laughing. It was laughing. so fucking funny. It was. Thank God for Patty Harrison. She is an incredible. I used to listen person. to Rue and Michelle once in a while, depending on the guest. I listened to that. I listened to that podcast religiously for a while. Um, I liked 
the B-52s when they had them, obviously. Okay, or yeah. like Gaga, like people I really wanted to hear yeah. talk. It's tough with podcasts and guests because like, you know, some people go to a, a, a podcast for the guest only, right? You know, if you're a fan of- um, I don't think that happens to us. Um, probably not because people, because we have so many- um, We are the guests. <laughs> we're, the, we're our own guests. We are, yes. Be the guest you wish to see in the world. Be the, be the guest you clean your house for. Be the Christopher guest. <laughs> You wish to see in the world. Yeah. Do you like podcasting so far? I do. I don't. Like me. <laughs> I, I can see it coming. Okay. Thank you for um, saying it. Thank you for saying it. I just had a hard time. I had a hard time. And I'm glad we're sitting uh, only, um, you know, we have a good distance. I feel like we can, we can, you know, tackle some emotional. Yeah. Um, you know what I think we could tell people about? What? You and I work on like five projects together mm -hmm. and we are at a point where we strategically place them so that we're not seeing each other too many days in a row. Yeah. Because we fucking hate each other. <laughs> it, I, it, it, it's, it, and again, like the, in the same way that people sort of like uh, idolize our friendship, um, the reality is there is a kind of like a bizarro mirror for the actual um, palpable hatred that we feel for each other. Yeah. It's, it's kind of undescribable, not something a lot of people experience because you have to really kind of be there to know that the seething um, like wordless animosity is almost like when you turn up the thermostat, like to the highest thing. And then you, um, you like cook an onion dish in the kitchen and it burns. It is just this sweltering, sweltering, rotten kind of like it lingers. Thick. Yes. And three, four days afterwards, you still smell it on your blouse and you're like, God, that your fucking pig, your satin that chemise, dick bitch, that dick pig bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> That dick pig bitch. Sucking dick and cock. Sucking dick and cock. <laughs> do you know that? Oh, wait. Another great podcast, Nympho Wars, where they do a they do a whole um, uh, dateline treatment of sucking dick and cock. It of is, of the, ta the Tati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James. Which is renewed in, drama. My, in, in my consciousness is now like been reinvigorated at full force. I like sucking to listen to- Sucking dick and um, cock. Scam goddess sometimes. What's that about? Okay, it's this woman named Lacey and she takes scams from the headlines. Mm -hmm. Airbnb scams or like yep. all kinds of people and she dissects it wow. and lets people and talks about how people did scams. It's pretty scam. interesting. I, I, yeah, I, people, I just, scamming is fucking fascinating. And, I've been, um, and I've been listening to Ebony, Ebony and Irony, the new Monet Exchange Bunny podcast. You have got to be Monet kidding Monet Exchange me. and Bunny. You have got to be yeah, kidding Yeah, it's me. everything you think it is. You have got <laughs> to be kidding First of all, Ebony and Irony is hysterical name. Yeah. That is, you've got to be kidding me. No, it's fierce. And then I love you the Sarah Silverman pod. Yep, I listen, I've listened to that one a few times. She does it herself. Yep. I yeah. couldn't do that. She, well, yeah, she does it on, and she videotapes it, right? Like it's, she just talk. And I'm not to be like so cliched, but I mean, God damn it, that woman doesn't age and she's so pretty. I know. And I know that everybody says that about her, she's like, you know, whatever, whatever, but. Well, it's how I feel about, I've listened to her and I listened to Whitney too, mm, and you can yeah. see videos of their pods yeah. and I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. And then um, Courtney. How do they do it? Courtney and Vanity have a pod now. Oh, that's right. And um, I'm, I'm going on it. Oh, you are? Yeah. I would I, listen to the Root and Wig episode. Yeah. You've been aced. Well, been, they just had pride there. Yeah. In Australia, Mardi just Gras. vibing. Mardi Gras. No yeah. pride, no COVID vibing. Did you get? Did you get a uh, a pregnancy test? A, yeah. a, 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 a dick swab. Did you get a vaccine? I don't think I'm. I'm allowed to. I'm too young. I'm too young and yeah. fit. Hoping things change. I'm too, I, there's no risk of me passing that on. No, no. especially no, since I didn't get a vaccine. Um, there's. Are you eligible yet? No. Can we go? Oh. I'm younger than you. How would I have it? <laughs> well, here we are. I, 
I, Here I, we listen, are, folks. For the listeners at home, listen, I just want to clarify. I don't I don't get sick of uh, Trixie because we are, you know, works so much together. I just hate her because she's fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I was just talking to Bettle Crone about this because I'm having her on the pit stop. And she was yeah. like, we always are supposed to hang out. We never do. And I said, ask, I said, Bob's one of my closest friends. We never hang out. I said, Katya's not my best friend. She's just there. <laughs> like, you're my best friend because we work so much. Yeah, if again, if we didn't have to work together, do you think we would see each other in a month? Once, maybe? No, well, COVID? No. Sometimes I jog by your studio and stop by. Yeah. And that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think about like what I call, you know, I called you back the other night and you had um, you'd gone out and I, I made a joke about you not inviting me. And I was totally joking, obviously. Now she's yawning. And so. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> But you know what? Yeah, yeah, I don't feel left out though. Like, I also don't don't think these are things you would like to go to. Oh, oh no! I, yeah, it's I went to Rancho's West Hollywood for pizza, and I was like, she's not gonna fucking. But go you know to the that. type of person that, and there is a very I know very many people like this. In fact, I would say most people probably could relate to this. Is that the the sentiment of I can't believe you didn't I can't believe you didn't invite me, but I would have declined it. You know what I mean? That's that thing, and it's fucking ugh. psycho. Psycho. It's psychotic. But do you get FOMO? Uh, a lot of the time. No, I have the opposite, which is I'll make plans for myself. Jomo. It's Jomo. What is that? Um, it, um, joy of missing out. No. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or jo, uh, jo, uh, jo, Joba, Joba, joy of being alone. Joy of being, oh, joy of being alone. Joba. Joba. FOMO okay. and Joba. FOMO yeah. and Joba. No, I get this thing where I'm like, we have to hang out mm-hmm. and then we'll make a plan and the day comes and I'm like, I just, the thought of going is too much. Yeah, yeah. Or like, an I, if I'm feeling social, it's on a whim. Yeah. So people are like, I agree. You always ask me like, I agree. You, you never make plans with me. I'm like, I, I can't make a plan. Yeah. I'm not, I can't guarantee I'm going to feel like seeing you on Thursday. Yeah. Brooklyn Heights. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying I, to have a wine date with Brooklyn and I'll be like, what are you doing now? And she's like, how about Sunday? I'm like, I could be dead then, Brooklyn. <laughs> Yeah, I could have completely forgotten you existed <laughs> on purpose. Been, my phone could be turned <laughs> off. Yes, yeah, somebody I could just, be in Coronavaca. And, and sometimes people get like sometimes our, our people who are not in our industry or directly our peers or colleagues get this impression of us being super busy. I mean, I know you're extremely busy. I project the air business in order to protect myself socially. But like people, some someone just said, "Are you available for a call this week?" And it was not professional. I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is this a joke? It's not, I, I, are you trying to fuck with me?" I was like what do you want? Like, why don't you just tell me what you want now? Or, but it was literally just, Hey, can we just chat later this week at a particular, uh, what is that? Scheduling a, a schedule, sucking dick and sucking cock, dick and cock, <laughs> scheduling a phone call. It was bizarre. Mary, just call me, call me now uh, in that person's defense. I am extremely unreliable and very flaky when it comes to telephone, telephonographic communication. When it um, comes to telephono. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that meme of Celine Dion. Je telephone la police. <laughs> And it's her on a phone. It's Lindy out on a phone and it says, Je telephone la police. So stupid. Sucking dick and Sucking cock. dick and cock. You know what though? Part of why our friendship works. <laughs> she's convulsing. So part, part of why our friendship works is because we are both so in touch with how much time we need together. And it's yeah, so yes. little. Yeah, it is little. And, and also like it, from a logistical point of view and entertainment value point of view, we've both we've both determined that, listen, it is, at a certain point, Mary, we're improving. There's no script to fall back on. And when I have to learn a script, do you know, when I have to learn sides for an audition, because I think you and I get a lot of the same auditions, yeah. I think I 
audition, I think you don't. Yes. Okay. That's how, that's I audition for yeah. everything. Yeah. And when I have to learn lines for sides, you would think that I am Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Having, I don't know what, the, like, it's <laughs> a big witches. job, a big job. <laughs> it's yeah. like two pages of dialogue. And I'm like, oh my God, Jesus. The other day I read for a sitcom and they were like, this is a female role, but um, you're the only drag queen they're considering. Okay. But it's all females who are reading for it, but they really want to see you. I'm thinking to myself. They want something to talk I'm about at a party. I'm not going to get this, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just going to do it. Okay. And How many then, lines? Like three pages. Three, not like you were on three pages. Yeah. And then I also do my own like reading to myself. So I go in and read the other parts and voices on a phone app and then I play it back and I do the scene with myself because I don't have a a roommate or anything. Right. And my assist, I know that there's companies here who will like read the lines for you and tape you. There's also apps to do that. Apps and stuff. Yeah, There is. Everything Nicole Kidman does on her iPad when she's in her trailer. Look yeah. at Pornhub. <laughs> Look at Pornhub. <laughs> no, but the, I, I, I am so bad. I mean, do you, I, I've auditioned <sighs> for probably, especially if it's cartoons. I always do voice acting. Okay, because I never get it. But you don't have to get in drag. You have to get in drag. Yeah, I did, Have you done physical auditions in in, in person where they mic you and put you in front of a tape and all that? Wait, do you, you have one? That? Maybe. Oh, one, and it was for iZombie. Zombie. Whoa, really? Yeah, and then they went with a local hire. Okay. Because I think it was, you know, where I wasn't good. Who knows? Romania in Romania or something. No, they filmed it in Vancouver and there was like a drag. Oh, I know what it was. Never mind. The episode had like a 40 year old, a 45 year old drag queen and a 21 year old drag queen. Okay. And I read for, first I read for the old one. They were like, you're too young. Yeah. So I'll read for the young and then like, you're too old for the young one. Mm. But I read for both. But I'm not that good of an actor. I also was reading it going like, there's a whole monologue of me breaking down saying why I killed someone. I'm like, I really don't think I could do that. Jesus Christ. I need more physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Where's can the I banana get, peel? Like, yeah. Can I get a stack of papers that I can like tri- trip and fall? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've done a few and um, one, I, the only one I got was I didn't know it was an audition. What was it? It was for room 104. Did you think it was a date? No, it was for room, room 104. Oh, if you haven't seen caught, I'm going to plug it's you here. It's the only thing I'm proud of go acting wise. Go on HBO. Michael fucking Shannon Judy Greer and this piece of shit piece of shit are in a very compelling 44 minute hour a half I think it's half hour oh it's so good yeah it's a little there's an anthology series by the Duplass brothers and it's um it's were you a, like this is Michael fucking Shannon I didn't know who he was girl you I, were face to face in scenes with him in a room a tiny hotel room all my scenes were all most of my scenes were with him like I had two scenes and they were one was with him I was I was touching his body fixing his tie and, and, and then it was with Judy Greer for a little bit. And I, I mean, it was there, it was a three day shoot, I think. And then, um, it was, I didn't know when I went in there and was talking to the director, the director was so amazing. This woman named Liza and, uh, Manelli. Yeah. She's a casting director now. Katya, I'm going to need you to come yeah. in. <laughs> Hi, girl. girl. Hi. Hi, Katya. Hi, Katya. That is such but a I, bad Liza Manelli. Oh, terrible. Both of ours were rotten. Terrible. <laughs> Kasha Davis is going to fucking, she just pushed pause. Yeah. Sorry. Unsubscribe. <laughs> but I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't also, um, I didn't know who uh, Michael Shannon was. And then he was there. Uh, while I was like, did the reading and then he was there and he was behind a desk. Like he was the boss, but he was just, but you hadn't seen his films. I no, I, I had, I, it was just, it wasn't clicking. Like, and then I was like, Oh my God, that was the guy in nocturnal animals. 
That was the guy in, um, uh, where the, he's been in, he is probably so one of the most respected, like Oscar nominated actor. Yeah. So the best fucking villain. I mean, he is so good. Was he hot in real he's life? So hot. He seems like he'd be hot in real he life. Smokes and he's hot. <laughs> and I'm a perfect you, match. I gave him. I the, the third. I think the third day I brought skulls. These um. I, well, <laughs> okay. Um, editors, just keep your keep your finger on the delete button while we go into whatever this is. Go ahead. <laughs> You brought skulls to set. I brought skull candles for Judy, for uh, for Liza, and I, and for um for Michael. And I, when I tell you, I would suck the dick and cock of that Mister Shannon so much <laughs> that it would take out his urinary tract, inner gonads, yeah. and probably a lot of the viscera in and around his pelvic You're area. Gut him through his urethra. Yeah, I'm looking to destroy his reproductive system with my mouth. Wow. <laughs> and he was so he has this. Like the funny thing was that like I've done a goofy Russian accent for like 15 years and I know enough Russian to like fake it, but there were actual Russian dancers on the set. He does not do a Russian I accent. I think yours is, Russian people even think yours is good, right? I can speak Russian some, certain, like there's a lot of words I can't say. I could. The accent, very compelling though. I mean, there's so many different types of, of Russian accents. Like there's so many degrees of it. It's like, like Boris and Natasha, you know, like, you know, but um, yeah, it was like good enough. And I can speak Russian. I can understand Russian language good enough to know how it would translate to English words. Do you know what uh -huh, I mean? Yes. So he had a rap. He had to do a performance of a rap, a dance rap in Russian with a Russian accent, naming like tons of Russian cities and stuff. It was so difficult. It was very goofy. He's not a comedic actor. And it was just so impressive to see him do that because it was silly. And he is one of the darkest, most brooding, fucking intense dramatic actors ever and he recently did uh, like incredible comedy on amy sedaris's show at home with amy sedaris like i was gonna say i think he would be really funny he probably he just is fucking he probably funny. just gets these like heavyweight drama roles yeah but i bet he's so funny well he well that's what he played on the show he's, he's a menacing villain in a comedy in in amy sedaris's show oh right yeah. he's like the the yeah. stock like yeah. murder that yeah, yeah, yeah. is so funny he, and he's just oh, i remember I, that i would suck that motherfucker's ass i suck his dick through his asshole and then judy greer i mean fucking icon dude the most wonderful person in the world too the most wonderful person in the world she's been in <sighs> she's one of those actresses that has been in everything everything, everything. and she turns it turns everything it. yeah and she's so pretty in real life so, and i yeah. hope this isn't a read she has in real life almost like an insect beauty like very she has very angular features mm -hmm. and very big eyes yeah. and she's very in shape mm -hmm. and she's so soft when she speaks to you yeah she's just she came to see moving parts did she really she came to a movie theater yeah she was at tribeca showing a movie and we were there she came to the theater and saw it it was so nice and she knows i like die for jawbreaker yeah and she doesn't embarrass me about it thank god because <laughs> you know she's violet in jawbreaker You've never seen Jawbreaker. I'm about to. Okay. This is a whole nother podcast. You know what? Can we make a commitment? Yeah. What? Maybe we should do like a movie night where I'll watch something you want me to watch and you watch Jawbreaker and we can come back and we'll okay. talk about it. Perfect. On the pod. Yeah. Um, She's so good in that. And she's in Halloween. Yes. She was. Yeah. Fantastic. So I, fucking good. Yeah. It was like, I was so frustrated with her character in Halloween though. With like the, 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 the new, the new, new, right? Yeah. The new, new. Yeah. I have so many questions about that movie. Actually. I've seen it. Probably five times. Loved it. I love Judy's character. Like, yeah. if your mom was Laurie Strode, yeah. who has all this trauma and, uh, like, yeah. alcoholism, yeah. oh, how much right. would you hate Halloween? Like, I love that oh, when they shit. show Judy in one scene, it's 
Halloween and she's in a Christmas sweater with a Christmas <laughs> yeah, mug. That's like right. just trying to glaze over it. Yeah. So funny. And yeah, I thought they sweet. played it so sensitively. Like, though, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis in that fucking movie is so goddamn good. Yeah, she's great. I love the imagination of like, okay, it's a horror movie, but like, what if decades go by and this person got no like mental health treatment? Yeah. And has like hard, hard trauma. Lady of the Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, how would that affect your family? Yeah. Your substance abuse? Yeah. I, there, you know, it's funny. I like, I'm in terms of like the, there, for it's, me, it would, the, 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 the windows, that many windows in her house. Yeah. And also the remoteness of it. I understand like the, the, if I was in danger of being stalked. I'd live in the middle of town, Mary. I'd, I'd have a, a roommate. high rise. Bitch. Do you know what I mean? Commune. I live in Tokyo in yeah. a high rise, like people everywhere. Yeah. In a, in a cement high rise with no windows and only one access point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'd have the arsenal. I'd have knives in every room, guns, like, yeah. you know, tripwire and all that shit. But that, it was just like a lot of those things are, are crazy. Um, also, the, the dad did not, he deserved a better death than that. Remember? At the so at the towards the end with the dad uh, so uh, Michael does the fake out with the cop oh, car yeah he just gets like th- thrown to the side doesn't he get like shot in the head or something no I don't I don't think I think he just gets his neck snapped or something and like oh that's right like the oh yeah isn't it her husband her husband yeah Jagger's husband and, he does get sort of expended and there's no and they're like w- there's no reaction at all to that I was like oh that's kind of that's kind of maybe they're trying to as a viewer show you how casually they're about to kill main characters. Perhaps maybe yeah. it's supposed to spook you a little bit. Yeah, and also it's just a focus on the women. Really, he was kind of like a whatever. But yeah, crushes that fucking police dude's head or, yeah. or the the doctor. It was Ugh. good though. Generations of women inheriting trauma, helping yeah. each other. I mean, it was a really good movie. I can't wait for the second one. Yeah, you know Kyle Richards is supposed to be in it. Who's Kyle Richards oh, from the, the Housewives of Beverly Hills? Because no she's in the original. Way. Oh, that's so she's right. supposed to be in it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Kyle Richards yeah. again. <laughs> wouldn't be. And you know, Heather Maserato is supposed to be in Scream Five. Oh, she plays Randy's dope. sister in Scream Three. She got slashed open in Hostel Two, didn't she? Uh, yeah, bitch, by that rich lady Bathed bleeding in blood. Bathed, Bathed in, in her blood. blood. in her blood. What? <sighs> rich Hostel is crazy, but you know what? Rich people are crazy. Rich people are crazy. They will wild out if. Yeah, I think they're. I. I mean, I've, I've, it's like. Do not, you think Hostel's real? I think that. Um, I think that it's. I think that the the concept is not too far off. That that people. No, no. I'm asking if you think that was a documentary film. Oh yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's a doc film, right? That's a travel yeah, channel. It's an HBO travel tra- channel. HBO <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So wait, wait, wait. One thing I wanted to say about um uh beautiful being beautiful. Uh, I watched a scammer. So, oh, that's what I remember. So scammers and, and wanted to bring it back to beauty. I, I watched this Netflix thing about fake art, art forgeries. And Mary, this fucking dealer in New York, this Ann something or other, she got- um, Ann she, Miller. <laughs> Ann Miller. She got, got um, she was, uh, this woman like waddled in one day, had a Rothko, Mark Rothko in the trunk of her car. It was, and then started this huge grift where people, collectors bought these paintings for $5 million, $10 million, all fakes, no forgeries. Fakes. Yeah, by this guy in China. But she had, she said, she's like, she, she looked at the fake and she said, the first she's like, oh, it's beautiful. And it, that sent, then I was like, I was like, whoa. And this whole thing about authenticity 
and like um and what about a, a Rothko, which is abstract expressionism for the for the, the I don't the, know what that is to the layman. It looks like okay, a green shade, uh, um, so some red, a red square, a yellow square, and a green square, all sort of diffused on a canvas. Okay, right? Doesn't is, and it was just like what? so. Why did that disturb you so much that she called the fake beautiful? Because I was like, what about it is beautiful? Also, and it was a very good reproduction of that style. And then, well, maybe if if the original is beautiful to her, mm-hmm. wouldn't it serve that a reproduction is still beautiful to look at, whether or not sure. it's real? Well, that's that was the that's the mindset of the, a lot of the Chinese counterfeiters. They were like, "There's no virtue in originality in the development of skill. If you can accurately, I mean, precisely re- recreate um, a painting, the the value is just as good. It's like the fa- like, I mean, the straight people love Banksy." Mm-hmm. Everything looks like a fake Banksy now. Right. Everybody's just spray painting shit. The condo I bought in Milwaukee had a huge fake Banksy on the wall. And I'm just like, give me a break. It's great. Yeah. Cause that's when the beauty of it is, is like sort of erased because it's transferred from, it's the statement that right. is more beautiful rather than the actual, yeah, what you see. Ugh. And now you're just trying to seem like someone who you're trying to tell people when they walk into your house, I believe in the statement that this type of artist is making yeah it's it's and, and then but how, i'm also not supporting the real artist sure and also like do you remember the did you see the 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 banksy that was sold at auction as soon as it sold it's self-destructed it's that's, <laughs> that's better to me i know which banksy do you have the one that shredded in <laughs> yeah. front of a bunch of people yeah. that is cooler i know it, it, in a way it could be like the fact that you purchased that could could just accomplish the 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 sort of social cred that is sought at from just buying one of these, you know what I mean? Like it's, we should do a collection of Ann Gettys that shred <laughs> you and I as like caterpillars in a pot. And then when someone at DragCon buys it, it's like, <laughs> or even better, we will do, uh, do a line of Ann Gettys that turn into babies that you have to care for. <laughs> or they're Ann Gettys that when they get purchased age, our faces get old. What do you think about people getting trapped in paintings and then aging in the painting? Mama, that's a revolutionary. <laughs> Bring it back. I Bring love back. the idea of like a little girl in a painting and then she gets older and then one day she's an old woman and then she's just gone. Absolutely. She died in the painting. What is that? That's um, that. Um, the witch's bitch. Or no, the, uh, what's the Oscar Wilde thing? Uh, Jiminy Cricket. Not Jiminy Cricket. Um, you know, uh, the, uh, the Oliver Twist. Uh, the, the Oscar Wilde thing. The, he, his, the, he ages in the painting as he. Oh, Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. <laughs> Dorian Corey. <laughs> You're thinking of Dorian Corey. As the body decomposes in the trunk, I retain my youth. Yes. <laughs> Dorian Gray. Wasn't he in Sabrina? Yeah. Which is talk over. About in, you want to talk about anticlimax? Just girls. That fucking fourth season jumped out the Jump, window. She really it's jumped horrible. out the window. Horrible. And ends nowhere. It's, it ends nowhere. Mary, I turned it off. Once that black, that black, uh, Blackwell or uh, Professor, once he became the emperor. Give uh, me a break. I turned that shit off. I said, not on my watch. No, it was disappointing because. It was horrible. But you know, you and I talked about how in season three, it became uncomfortably aware that we were watching a teen show and it became this like cemented <gasps> it and then the singing be- like the hey mickey oh, no, like, no, no, oh no. god because i i mean i don't if i like something i like something i don't believe in guilty pleasures not in 2021 so like i won't feel bad about something you know and then but you're exactly right i the i loved it and then i and then i liked it and then i was like oh this is this really is showing its ya colors and then it was just like oh this is a bad ya series yeah i mean um it just it went a different direction. Remember how dark and sexy it started out? Where yeah, you're it was like, fantastic, you're super like, gory, super gory, very magical, fun. Like it was just cool. I liked it. Yeah. yeah, I would say I still liked the series as a whole, but 
but towards the end it was like oh shit like i like the band playing teenage dirtbag or like don't they play ballroom blitz and hell at that battle of the bands i'm not sure I like some of the rock moments, but like the Hey Mickey, the Tony, I was like, oh no, this yeah. is, oh no, cheerleaders, I, why is she cheerleader? Yeah, it's, it's horrible. And also it's one of those, um, somebody on Twitter pointed out the other day that it is one of those, and no shade to, um, uh, uh, oh. I don't think any of the cast listens, but we do love all of you. I, yeah, absolutely. The cast, the acting in that show mm. is yeah. great. They're all fantastic actors, but it's funny that character wise, it is one of those shows where the main character is not. The, is not the one you've like like no especially it's, since it's, she's flip-flop mcgee and oh, at a yeah. certain point we have two sabrinas permanently which was like i know it's like it, yeah it, it's it's a ridiculous the other um there's another show oh, what other fucking show is it but there's the connors a, there's a <laughs> was it the connors listen i love the connors it's probably one of the only current tv shows i keep up with it's probably the only thing <laughs> what it's good Sarah Gilbert owns my whole ass. <laughs> oh, Sarah. I, yeah, I love Sarah. Gilbert. And John Goodman owns my whole ass. Yeah, he does own a lot of ass. You know who else is in it? The woman who is um, Peg Bundy? Katie Segal. She's in it. She's wonderful. Oh, she's fantastic. She's looking hot. She's always looked hot. Always looked Sucking hot. Sucking dick and cock. Sucking dick and <laughs> cock. Uh, well, I think I gotta go to a, I have to go to a birthday party now, and um, I got to suck some dick and cock. Well, we have another guest. We do. 4.30. Oh, we have a... Um, um, what time is it? I lost my watch. I feel completely disoriented. You wearing a watch right now? Always. Tell time. For health. I completely... And I'm telling you, I have, I always wear a watch on my left wrist. Always. always to bed. Oh, I even really wear it. you really do, don't you? Always. I only take it off when I go in the shower. What happened to your watch? I don't know. Was Fasc it nice? Isn't this fascinating? This is a fascinating Where tale. does the time go? Um, where does it... And I, for the last two days, I'm telling you, the reflex is so ingrained. And I don't, you, I just draw on a watch at this point and changing well, the minutes. I don't like, I don't like whipping out my phone. I do it uh, enough already. You know what I mean? Just reflexively yawning again, time, <laughs> time, it's time. Um, but I, I'm completely disoriented. As soon as I get out of this fucking uh, kitty litter shit can apartment, I'm going to get myself a new watch. <laughs> Have you noticed that every time I'm not talking, you I'm are exhausted. <laughs> she, Anytime the, I'm not talking, I'm it's like, almost like, it's oh like one floor versus the cuckoo's. It, yeah, it is literally like a, a senile dementia catatonia. Like, it's like, who are you? Who are you? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> was it a fancy watch? It was a G-Shock. Not too fancy, hundred bucks. Okay. Maybe it's time to treat yourself. What do you think? I don't know. I don't have a watch. I can't tell. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. Sucking dick and cock. Sucking dick and cock. Sucking dick and cock.